Welcome to SK Chat, a podcast. In this week's episode, hashtag the fault in our Death Star, we'll be discussing our love of all things Star Wars. everyone and welcome to this week's episode of sk chat a podcast this week's episode is called hashtag the fault in our death star and we will be discussing all things star wars and our love for all of this universe cat came up with this title and i was like this is so genius we have to use it and we have to use it now (laughs) it was too good it was too funny. I was actually browsing like Star Wars puns and I was like, I have to find a good Star Wars pun. And this one just came up and I was like, this is, that's the one. It's the one. It's, it's the, the one. Be- it's the one. So Sam, do you want to talk to us a little bit how you got into Star Wars? Um, so we're going to go back in time to a time when I was very young and I remember watching I think it was episode four and I was watching it on this like tiny tv because you know back in the day tiny the tvs were huge and yet the screen was tiny and I remember watching it on there and seeing um like Han Solo and Luke and Leia and just being so intrigued by that entire thing Mm -hmm. and it was like playing on tv or something so I had caught it like in the middle of when it was playing and I was like, I need to know more about this. I need to see it. Um, and I got in. I think I was like seven at the time. And I convinced my dad to like get the movies so we could watch them. And then my after I got really into it, my dad revealed that he had the original score on vinyl. Wow. That's and he amazing. he still has it. Um, yeah. And then when the, when episode one came out in theaters... I begged my dad so that we could go see it in theaters, and um, we did. And we've went to see, we've well, I mean, I know I've gone to see them with you, but like we've seen every Star Wars movie that's been in theaters since. So that was really fun. And then when I was in elementary school and even in high school, there were these like books that were published about like Obi Wan when he was being trained mm. by like Qui Gon Jinn. Those are good. And I read like all of them. You could buy them through Scholastic. My mom bought all of them for me. I was reading them constantly. And then there was another series which was about um, Anakin when he was being trained as a Padawan with Obi-Wan. And like I read all of those too. Yeah. Wild. Those were good. Those were the um, the Jedi Apprentice books. Mm-hmm. Those were so good. I loved those. They were amazing. They were so good. I mean, were they really good? I don't know, but they were good at the time for us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, and I've just been really into it since. Um, And a lot of people, like, really didn't think that, like, Disney taking over Star Wars was a good move. That it was going to really, like, kind of ruin the reputation of Star Wars to a certain extent. But now, having seen, like you know, episode seven, eight, nine, having seen the Mandalorian and seeing what's coming up. I am like, so happy as a fan. I'm so excited as a fan. And I feel like 
all those people who are haters, like, I don't see how you can be a hater now, to be very honest with you. Yeah. Um, for me, I first watched episode four uh, with my dad. I don't remember. I don't remember how old I was. I was probably like seven or eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was so scared of, um, what's his name? The Chewbacca. The Wampa. Oh, wow. The Wampa on uh, on Hoth mm-hmm. in those early movies. Oh, I was so scared of that. That was like the scariest thing. But um, I, I really, really liked the movies. And then I was super into it. I had like a little... Ch- childish crush on luke skywalker i was like oh Oh. he's the cutest ever and uh and then that kind of like went away and then when we uh, became friends it was just about when episode one or two came out i can't remember at this point i don't know i feel like episode one came out episode two came out in 2002 so we knew we were we had just met yeah so yeah episode one was in 1999 so we were nine yeah no so, um, yeah, so when, when we, uh, we, we became friends, we saw episode two together, mm-hmm. and then we, we also saw episode three together. I think we mm-hmm. saw episode three more than once, if I'm not mistaken. I believe we, we went, did. We went a few we times. Did. But uh, that's when we, we got back in. I got back into the whole Star Wars things. I borrowed your Jedi Apprentice books, and I read through mm-hmm. all of those. They were so good. And we were really, we were really into Star Wars at this point. And from then on, I have to say that I always kind of enjoyed Star Wars. I really liked um, the Clone Wars that came out. That was uh, Dave Filoni, the animated uh, series that was so good. I have not yet finished it. I know I'm a bad Star Wars fan, but I have not yet finished it. I haven't watched most of Clone Wars, if I'm being honest. I really wanted to get into it, but because I knew how big of an undertaking it would be, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to watch it when I have time. Yeah, and now that everything's is, on Disney Plus, I'm just gonna do that then. I have to do it. I have to do it too because there's I I I really liked this series. It's very sure there's filler episodes, but there's a lot of it that like ties in, and it was very well thought out. And clearly, you know, Dave Filoni is a huge Star Wars fan, which we'll mm-hmm. delve into the Mandalorian a little bit because we have a separate episode just for that. But I really, I really have to get back into that. And like you mentioned, you know, I, I was so excited for the uh, seven, eight, and nine episodes. Um, I can't say that I loved them all equally. I mm-hmm. think we'll probably get into that. I can't say that I loved them all equally, but I am not in any way, shape, or form disappointed by the purchase of Lucasfilms by Disney. I think that, you know, just if we relate it to what Disney has done with Marvel, I mean, they know what they're doing. They've done an amazing job, and they're not in um, they're not in micromanaging. You know, they're letting Lucasfilm, they're letting Marvel Studios, or even letting Pixar. They do their own thing. They're mm-hmm. part of a big Disney family, but they're still, you know, doing their own thing and developing their own thing. And I feel like George Lucas, you know, he he did his time. He he created a masterpiece, but it was it was the right time to give the reins to someone else Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm so excited for what's to come yeah i feel like my excitement like i can't describe it with words it's like words cannot express so what would you say is your favorite star wars movie that's so tough because i mean four five and six i think is my favorite trilogy Mm -hmm. hands down 
Um, I mean, and Han Solo is like one of my favorite characters. I love him so much. Agreed. Agreed. Um, And there's just so much like, there's so much in those movies when you like look into them and stuff. I mean, I was, I collected at one point in time, the like books, like the, I think it was like the accompaniment books where it was basically like how they made the costumes Mm. in the movie. Those are how some did they, cool books. How did they design the sets? Like, what differentiates the planets from each other? Um, even just looking at, like, um, that was something that I was always really interested in. Like, my mom was in fashion, so she loved to explain, like, design to me and things like that. And that's something I was always so interested in. Like, why are the Jedi robes designed the way that they are? Why do they stand the way that they stand? Why do they hold their hands in a specific way? Um, like what are the what like what does the color palette of the Jedi mean, right? All of those things, mm-hmm. and then you know the hairstyles. Like why do they wear their hair like this? What does that signify? Like and also like the cultural elements of it. So like what where did they get those ideas from? Like in let's say on our in our world right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like inspiration comes from places. Um, so I know that for Episode One, Two, Three, I mean the animation was amazing, um, but I loved the costume design the most from those movies i would have to say Mm. particularly like padme like oh my god i wanted to be her like (laughs) i loved everything she wore between like the first and the third movies like everything was amazing i mean like one day i hope i can like for halloween dress up as her because they're so epic like and it, it they vary so much but there's so much beauty in those costumes Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely say one, two, and three were in that aspect, like the whole design behind everything was just stunning, but I would have to say that like, I, I really liked episode seven, eight, nine, just because it really felt like a reboot to me. I really liked the actors in it. I really liked all of the different places that the story went and a lot of the messaging in it. But, uh, if I had to pick one movie that was just in itself like perfect i would say rogue one. Oh, that's what i was gonna say i i don't know if this is a controversial opinion but i think that rogue one is my favorite movie it's and i i know that it's, it sounds insane because it's it's a standalone it's not mm-hmm. even part of well it's part of the star wars universe but it's not even part of the like the first trilogy or the second mm-hmm. trilogy or the third trilogy, whatever. But I find that Rogue One was so well done and it tied in two trilogies so perfectly. It yeah. just, it brought in, it mel- it melded everything together perfectly. I, I love that movie. I had to have to say like one of my top movies is definitely uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. For me, um, one of the things that I really like about the episodes one, two, three trilogy is the whole uh, Jedi aspect, the Jedi mm. temple, the mm-hmm. Padawans, the training, and I think that's why we both really enjoyed those Jedi apprentice books when we were when we were we were young teenagers. Mm-hmm. But I think that that aspect is so interesting. I think mm-hmm. it's so um, underexplored because a lot, like most of the Star Wars movies and um shows and everything take place you know after episode three right the minority of things take place when there is still a jedi temple when there's still you know jedi knights and they 
you know, patrol the universe and they bring peace and all of this. So I, mm-hmm. I think that that is a part that's super interesting to me. And I really like that whole aspect. Like I, I would love a TV show or a movie or even just like a special on like the times at the Jedi Temple before episode one. I think that would be yeah. so interesting. I think that would be really cool. I'm also waiting for that. I think that would be amazing because that's when the Jedi were like at their height. At their peak, exactly. And we don't really get to see what that world looked like very much. Yeah. I mean, there are different games that explore this in the the Star Wars saga, but I I would really like to see a movie or a TV show or something um, in that. So if I had to pick a favorite movie, definitely it would be Rogue One as well. I really enjoyed Rogue One. Like, I, I... I was excited for it, but obviously, like, I didn't know what to expect, and it exceeded everything. It was, it was really fantastic. It was really fantastic. Um, yeah, I was also really not expecting anything from that mm-hmm. movie. I was like, yeah, it's Star Wars, but, like, whatever, and I'm so glad that I did not look into it further. I'm so glad that I walked into that movie with such low expectations, because I was just blown away Yeah, by how good it was, and... I think that, yeah, I think that, like, the strength of, let's say, episode four, five, and six is that they all tie in together, yeah. and they kind of make this, like, perfect bow, you know? That's why they're, it's really my favorite trilogy, but I wouldn't be able to say, like, out of those, which one was my favorite, which would I watch by itself continuously. Mm-hmm. But Rogue One, I could watch by, by itself. Oh, yeah, same. I could know, just put it on. I could just exactly. put it on. I think it's, if I had to pick within the original trilogy i wouldn't pick episode four because i know i'm gonna sound mean but luke is a little bit annoying in episode mm-hmm. four um he's just a little you know and it's i mean i think it's what they're going for too you know he's innocent he's still young he's trying to figure shit out but i i don't know if i had to put an episode on i would probably pick the empire strikes back mm-hmm. i feel like it has a really good balance of the entire trilogy so if i had mm. to pick within that trilogy it would definitely be episode five the empire strikes back um i know that some people are really crazy about episode six because of the ewoks i know that some people are like <laughs> love it um it was okay for me like i'm not saying it was bad i i still very much enjoy return of the jedi but I think Empire Strikes Back is really, like, the peak of that trilogy. Yeah, see, I feel like this is the thing, too. In trilogies, the second movie's usually not the best one. It's kind of a filler between, like, the beginning and the finale, right? But I would definitely say that, like, most people would say Empire Strikes Back is the one that's, like, that's the standout of the three. Mm -hmm. Just because of so many iconic scenes. I mean, Yoda, like... Or is Yoda in the sixth one? I forget. No, he's in the fifth one, Yoda. Yep, he's in episode five. Yeah, I always get mixed up between which one is in which movie. Because I watch them, but just like it all blurs together. It's like one story to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I'd have to say, I do want to give like an honorable shout out to The Force Awakens. Mm. Because, you know, it was... I don't know, I, I would, it was like a movement. It was like a, a phenomenon of its time when it, I mean, it's it's time. It hasn't been that long, but I mean, there was such a, a gap between mm. Star Wars movies. And I know that there was, you know, the Clone Wars and there was all sorts of different things that continued to come out. Like this, like Star Wars wasn't dead by any means, but it had been such a long time before, between like 
the last theatrical release of a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm I'm pretty sure we were together when we saw this movie. Um, we, yeah, we were. And um, I had a little brain fart. I was like, I was with Sam, right? Yeah, I was with We've Sam. seen okay. them all together, Kat. Don't, so, <laughs> like, don't question I, I know all the other ones, but for some reason, this one, I was like, wait, was I with Sam? Yeah, I was with Sam. Okay. So, um, but the the energy that was in the movie theater seeing this movie the mm. the way that this movie you know whether you like it or you don't like it i think you can anyone can acknowledge that the energy that that was in this all the movie theaters when this movie came out like just in the one we were people were cheering people were laughing people were screaming people were just like so like it was tangible how excited people were and i find that the at, like at least the beginning of this movie was so well placed like you said it's kind of a reboot i think that's what disney was doing with this it was mm-hmm. trying to go get younger children back into star wars because maybe like they 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 weren't introduced to it so i understand by like a marketing perspective why they did this but the force awakens you know when like the movie starts you know like and eventually you see the millennium falcon it was just like I remember people just losing their minds. Like it was it was very well done and it really like brought that Star Wars energy back out. So I just I think it's worth mentioning that it was an experience, you know? It was really it, re- it was really an experience to see mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah, I remember when we were sitting in the theater and like the excitement was contagious. Oh, it was. It was. And it just like and I think and I think as soon as the movie started there was like applause. Um, everyone was standing up they were so excited and then even at the end like even if people thought that movie was mediocre which it was far from mediocre um people were just so happy i mean you have to think about it right like 2005 was when revenge of the sith came out Mm -hmm. so we were 15 right 10 years later we get a movie that no one was thinking we would get right because, at, you know, at the time, George Lucas had said, like, this is the last. Yep. He had said, it's done. Like, we've told the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, so, yeah, I'm, it, was, it was epic to be part of that. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. All right. So, let's see. Who are your standout characters out of everything? Standout who, who did, characters. Yeah. So, who did you like the best? Of, out of the whole Star Wars mm-hmm. franchise. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously my favorite character is Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's <laughs> the best, you know, you mm-hmm. and McGregor Mm-mm-mm. love him. Um, he's my favorite, favorite character. Um, but standout characters, um, definitely have to shout out to Ahsoka Tano. Mm. I love her. I love how they created her in Clone Wars. I love that, how they fit her in and I love how they fit her in into Mandalorian. It's just... Mm. A, you know, sometimes, which you, especially with the Star Wars universe, there are things that are canon, there are things that are not canon, there are things that they, like, you know, there are comic books, there are games, there are books, there's just so much out there that there are things that, you know, that exist and that just never develop, but Ahsoka Tano was something that, you know, developed that became an important character that she grew she she made her way into even like mainstream media you know because it's not everyone who will watch things like the clone wars right Mm -hmm. so i I definitely really 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 like ahsoka tano 
Um, I do like a lot of characters from The Clone Wars, I have to say. Like, even having not finished the series, there's a lot of amazing characters in that series. Um, another one that I really like is a villain, but I really like Asajj Ventress, who mm. is um, also from Clone Wars. I don't know if we'll ever get a glimpse of her in uh, Mandalorian or whatnot, but I, I really, I really, really liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, well, you know, I could say Qui Gon Jinn because Liam Neeson, like, come on, yeah, <laughs> come on, just like, come on. And uh, I really like Ray. I'm gonna shout it out to like the new the new trilogy i think Mm. it's really amazing and really great i think star wars has always had very strong female characters and i think that's something that's resonated with probably both of us Mm -hmm. because of um you know even for its time when the first star wars came out you know princess leia she was not she's not a princess that needed to be rescued you know when Mm -hmm. luke shows up and he said i'm here to rescue you and she's like right (laughs) yeah (laughs) you you are here to rescue me so um yeah i think what about you um i would definitely i mean i'd have to say like my standout would definitely be like padme amidala Mm. i love her so much i wanted to be here just straight up no exaggeration i wanted to be her 100 percent um that's like what i remember the most from like the episode one two three um, I, I definitely loved Obi-Wan for sure. Um, the fact that there's an Obi-Wan series coming out is just insane to me. I'm so excited for that. Oh my gosh. I, like, I have no words for how long I have waited to see them do something with that character because he's in episode one and two, two and three, right? And he makes a brief appearance, I would say, in episode four, but... There's so much history there. There's so much that can be explored. So I'm happy that they're doing that. Um, In terms of episode four, five, six, Han Solo, hands down. He's just fantastic. Um, I love that character so much. Um, And I, of of course, I really loved him in episode seven. Okay, but I have a question. Yeah. I have a question. You love Harrison Ford or you love Han Solo. So how did you feel about the Han Solo movie? I liked the movie for Han Solo, but I think that I, I know that I was underwhelmed by it because of how much I love Han Solo, the character. Mm-hmm. I feel like I love the relationship between Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah. I think that dynamic is like go- like goals. Um, and I do love Harrison Ford, but like I don't watch movies because Harrison Ford's in it. I, I like Han Solo better in my like, but that's just me. So, so you, so you liked the Han Solo movie even without Harrison Ford. Yes. Okay. I liked it. It wasn't. Um, I was expecting more from it. Yeah. But it was still like I didn't get out of that movie going like, ew. Yeah. Because <laughs> it wasn't well received. But I, I agree with you. I liked the movie. I, I loved the part where you find out how he met chewy how they became friends i thought that was great i just feel like there's so many loose ends to this movie Mm. like it ends and you're like okay is there a sequel like what what the heck is going on here like Mm -hmm. there's just so many unanswered questions so i think that's what left a little taste in my mouth if you will yeah and i would have to agree with you um for the like the new trilogy i love ray i love poe dondarian oh yeah post i love poe um, and you know what? Like, controversial. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I like Kylo Ren a lot, too. I think that 
um, something that's lacking a lot in quite a few of the Star Wars movies is like character development. Yeah. Going really deeply into like the reasons behind things. I feel like the action is much more at the forefront. And I felt like Kylo Ren, I really got to know very well over those three movies and understand, you know, like the battle that's raging within him, you know, him coming from a long line of like Jedi, but both equally good and bad Mm -hmm. and feeling this like legacy on his shoulders that just like overwhelmed him. Um, And, you know, it's super easy to get somebody... Well, it's super easy when someone's overwhelmed to convince them that, like, this path is the right one. Yeah. Then that's really what happened. And then, you know, he had committed so many atrocities that it basically, like, it convinced him. Like, he convinced himself that, like, there was no, like, saving him. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's something that I I really appreciated. I agree. I mean, I know that there's a lot of hate around Kylo Ren, but I, I really like Kylo Ren. I really like the villain the way he portrayed it mm-hmm. i i also like the emotional turmoil he's going through obviously there's the joke that he's super emo and he is and that's fine <laughs> <he> like is. <laughs> he is it's totally fine he is super emo and that's i think that's part of the fun too you know yeah. i've seen so many emo kylo ren memes and like i love it you know yes. I, i'm gonna say i love it so and i mean we grew up when that was like cool yeah exactly so that's why i feel like we can relate <laughs> absolutely and and not hate (laughs) honestly the only thing that i am disappointed about kylo ren is that they killed him off i have to say like i i love how his character developed his his character development in the rise of skywalker was Mm. fantastic and then just for it to end at the end i was like this that was disappointing to me i if i'm if i'm being honest that was disappointing we'll see here's the thing right i get why they did it but I don't agree. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes, and no. Like I, I mean, I, I understand why they did it, but they could have also not done it. And it, yes. like it, to me, it didn't. You know, sometimes. Example, okay, good example. When they killed off Han Solo, okay, yeah. that was awful. But yes. I understand why they did it, and they had to do it. It mm-hmm. made it made the story move forward. right did killing kylo ren move the story forward i think yes hear me out i feel like because ray and him were so bonded i feel like um and this is like something that you see throughout the movie right like she's constantly like going through that same like that weight of legacy on her shoulders, she only realizes what it's from, like, at the very end, right? Mm-hmm. But she's being pulled towards the, like, towards the dark side, right? And, like, he's helping in that. And she's trying to pull him towards the light, so it's this tug of war. And by him saving her at the end, and then basically being able to pass on with that being, like, his last act, he was, like, fully redeemed, And that event helped her realize that, like, she has a legacy to build on her own and that she's the one who needs to do it. I feel like if he'd stayed, they they would have, like, both essentially, like, used each other as crutches. And I think the Jedi would have ended very much so. Or, like, not been as great as... And because this is the thing, too, right? The whole thing with 
the Jedi was that like, you know, they, they, um, move forward by like, you know, building this community, but there's a lot of tenants in the, you know, um, Jedi order that like, you know, you're not supposed to get married. You're not supposed to have, you know, physical relationships with other people. Um, you know, you can care for others, but you're not supposed to become selfish. Mm hmm. Be and I feel like they would have, yeah, become very like overly attached to people, right? I feel like they would have, they were already in that. One mm -hmm. of them had to go for the other to move forward. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree. I mean, that's, and this is why I said, I understand why they did it, but I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Are there any other characters that you want to shout out to? Um, you know what? I have to say I was very disappointed with Captain Phasma. Oh, I know. I thought that she was going to play like a way more epic role than she did. And that was super disappointing to me. Okay. Um, I was very disappointed with Finn. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. very, very disappointed because I was so excited when The Force Awakens, you know, either the trailers came out or the movie came out. I can't remember. But when we found out that, you know, he was a stormtrooper who deserted, I was like, that is so cool where yes. are we gonna go with that yeah and we went nowhere nowhere we went around the block 15 times and we went nowhere and the movie ends and we still have gone nowhere, nowhere. so i i thought that you know and it's not it's nothing against the actor no it's, he's amazing he's amazing but i feel like there was so much potential there such an interesting story that could have been developed just the the premise of a stormtrooper who deserted that's yeah so cool and we did nothing with it so i have mm -hmm. to say and i kept waiting you know like i kept waiting every movie i was like okay it's fine like it's gonna be next movie and then like the the saw the, the trilogy ended and we've gone nowhere so yeah. i have to say i agree with captain phasma too though i thought i i think the captain phasma in uh, the force awakens was fine but then it just Again, it didn't go anywhere and it was just underutilized because she was in so many promos. Like she yes. was plastered everywhere and then there was nothing. I even felt that in The Force Awakens, she didn't do much. To be very honest with you, I thought that she was supposed to be like way more front and center. Well, I think I, I think it's because when I saw The Force Awakens, I felt that they were introducing her and I was like, okay, this is cool. Like it's going to get better. and But then it didn't. Yeah. Do you know if there's, like, extended cuts of the movies that happen to cut her out more? <laughs> like, I that's don't my impression. Know, but it's it's possible. But they they also killed her off pretty yeah. quickly, you know. So, I don't know. I'm just... I, I agree with you, and I, I throw Finn there as well. I throw Yeah, Finn I agree with well. Finn 100%. I feel like... Um, I felt like I was expecting a lot, and then I, I was very underwhelmed. Hmm. Yeah unfortunate so least favorite character let's let's pick one per trilogy how about that mm -hmm. and yeah, then one perfect. one extra like for like standalone oh. movies and tv shows and all that i forgot to mention that like okay. i mean I'm, you're gonna agree with me boba mm -hmm. fett oh yes boba. the best like the best like a guest starring role ever of all time oh he's he's amazing <laughs> i love it i and i love that they've kind of threaded him through the entire saga if you will yes i love that yeah that's the bomb um okay so if we're talking about like episode one two three yeah jar jar binks i mean is there 100%. someone else to like hate on 100 <laughs> percent jar jar binks 
100%. I absolutely agree. Such a useless character. I mean, I understand what they were going for, but he just came out so freaking annoying. It's And it's unfortunate because I've watched documentaries where they talk about the actor who... Mm-hmm who portrayed him and it was it was his work is amazing because all of this is the actor doing all these like particular body movements and and um the way he walks and everything and it was it was the same um technology that was used for Gollum in the Lord of the Rings so he Mm -hmm. did an amazing job but he's forever remembered for this awful character just yeah awful well see like I remember reading this like this theory mm-hmm. uh i don't know if i i'm sure we've talked about it but that um it the like because the title of the first of episode one is the phantom menace right yeah and the whole idea is that like you know there's this menace in the background that's like going on and like you can feel that like that a war is coming and yeah. that like a pretty epic one is coming right like you feel the tides turning and the fan theory was that like jar jar brings is actually a sith lord and that he's the phantom, like, that he's the phantom menace because he's reporting what the Jedi are doing back to Palpatine, right? Yeah. Who's the true phantom menace, right? Yeah. But that, like, the reason he's so, like, stupid and that he does all this stuff, um, you know, and that he's he's essentially like a bumbling idiot. The reason he's doing that is so that they take pity on him, that they take him in, you know, that whole... Um, aspect of the jedi being like very empathetic and trusting and things like that like he was supposed to be taking advantage of that um and that's why he's supposed to be in all the other movies because he's the link right he like and that's why in like attack of the clones they're like how is it that they know Mm -hmm. like how is it that they're ahead of us like how do they know our next move and it's because like jar jar is reporting back and that you find out about that like throughout the series you you basically realize that like he's in on it and that was supposed to be like a huge like whoa moment, but mm-hmm. they decided to scrap that but keep the character because they were like, oh, like he'll be cute for kids. Yeah, I've yeah, right I've like talked the Ewoks about this theory before. Um, and I feel like that would have changed like the whole perception of like that trilogy if that had if that actually is true and like that they would have done that. Right, except long term it wouldn't have panned out. It wouldn't have worked out with where we are at now. Exactly. Okay, so yeah, that's Trilogy things. 1. What mm-hmm. about Trilogy 2? 4, 5, 6. Is it a cop-out if I say Jabba the Hutt? Like, I, he's so gross. <laughs> like, he's, he's fun, but he's I gross. don't like him. He's gross. But he is pretty cool, though. Yes. I, I like the whole, like, Jabba's palace and everything. Yeah, that's pretty that's cool. that's fun. But that's fine. You can pick You can pick Jabba. Who do you pick? In Trilogy 2? Yeah. Because it's hard. That's the thing. Like, they're all, I feel like they're all epic and important. They are. That's why I'm picking Jabba purely because, like, he's disgusting and makes Leia, like, a sex slave and for his pleasure and whatever. He is pretty, pretty gross. I don't know. I think, I think, um, not least favorite, but least, like, important characters, I would say, um, Luke's aunt and uncle. Like, I mean. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I understand, like obviously like it all ties in right Mm -hmm. it all ties in like i we know why he's there they're taking care of him but i just like they just (laughs) they just die like super quickly (laughs) and you're like okay like all right cool rest in peace like let's move on and like i understand that luke's upset but i i know that they've 
they cut a lot when they make the movies, but he's mm-hmm. like, all right, cool, like, off we go with Obi-Wan, and you're like, Ex- excuse <laughs> me? Like, do you need to mourn, like, two or three days? Like, can you do shed a tear for your aunt and uncle who've yeah. literally raised you and gotten not a penny for it? Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I There's not... I. I, I, there's not any characters that I particularly dislike. Like you said, I think I think every character served a purpose and mm-hmm. did it very well. And I think even Jar Jar, you know, I he I understand that he served a purpose. He was showing how Jedi interact with the natives of different planets mm-hmm. and how it, it was it was really exploring how the Jedi go from different planets and resolve, you know, conflict and try to keep the peace. It's just it was poorly executed. That's the only thing, you yeah. know? So that's why, like, he's very, like, irking. Yeah. But I don't know. For four, five, six, I would have to say, like, useless characters or, like, mm-hmm. unimportant characters. I'd have to say Luke, Luke's aunt and uncle. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, I don't know. I don't know who I would say. I, th- I think that's, I think that's what I would say. Because mm-hmm. I could name some obscure random character that we never see, but there's well, no Well, yeah, point. exactly. But if we're talking, like, you know, n- main main characters yeah oh by the way like to to come back to like awesome characters lando calrissian oh lando's i mean if there was ever a pimp that wasn't called a pimp (laughs) because of swagger like it's lando calrissian i mean come on okay so series uh trilogy three seven eight nine and then we'll do like extras okay least favorite I mean, we've already kind of talked about them, right? Like, I love Captain Phasma, so she's not it. But I would have to say, like, Finn, yeah. Like, I, like he had his moments, but, like, to be really honest with you, he was so underwhelming that I'm kind of like, ugh, like, would the series have changed if you hadn't been there? Like, if if his role after The, like, after the Force Awakens had ended, like, would I have missed him? No. Yeah. I, I absolutely have to agree. I was going to say Finn. I know that a lot of people would have said Rose. Mm-hmm. Because there was so much hate, which, by the way, like, never hate on the actor. I I don't understand how people, like, literally, like, pushed her off social media because they were bullying her so much. Mm -hmm. Like, I agree that the character was useless. I mean, unfortunately, and I guess it's because she was attached to Finn, but they went off on this completely useless side trip, which brought nothing to the story. And, you know, people hated on her character, like, a ton. But, like, it's not the actress's fault. She didn't sit down and write her character. Like, she mm. got a role. She did her job. She did it good. Like, that's it. But I, I I, don't, like, Rose was so unimportant to me that my least favorite character is Finn. And, again, yeah. like like I said, I'm super disappointed because I was, I was most excited about Finn. I was mm. most excited about Finn, and he was just the biggest letdown. His character went nowhere from the moment he deserts you're like this is super cool and then nothing happens and he's needy he's uh, complaining he's confused he always makes bad decisions let's be honest he always makes poor decisions yeah and this the series ends and i don't feel like finn has grown as a character mm-hmm. i feel like ray has grown i feel like poe has grown oh I even, definitely i even feel like bb8 has grown okay <laughs> bb8 i forgot bb8 i love bb8 but i yeah i i completely agree with them all right okay so extras so we're going to include anything that is canon so i think for us things that we know the most are 
uh, Clone Wars, Mandalorian, um, Rogue One, mm-hmm. solo movie, anything that is um, not a trilogy. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, Clone Wars, I haven't watched enough of it for me to say, like, yay or nay. I mean, Anakin Skywalker is not, like, you know, great in mm-hmm. this, and like, in the Clone Wars, like, you know, time period. He's, you know, a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I, what I've watched of the show, I really liked Ahsoka Tano, definitely. Yeah. I, she's amazing. Um, in terms of, like, Rogue One, I think that movie is perfection. I would change nothing. Um, I love them all. <laughs> uh, and then in terms of like the Mandalorian, I would also say that like right now as it stands, that movie is chef's kiss. Uh, that movie, that series is chef's kiss. Hmm, there is nothing, there is nothing that I would change. Everything makes sense. Everything has a point. Um, like, like, and you know, now we're in season two, right? And they're bringing things back up. Like mm-hmm. they're doing, you know, they're jumping back to things and characters are coming back and it's just like the story that's being weaved is just like they've sat down and thought about it and it makes sense. It's it's really a a peak of Star Wars fans because Dave Filoni, who made Clone Wars, is one of the main people with Jon Favreau who is mm-hmm. um, developing Mandalorian. And, I, and Dave Filoni is a huge Star Wars fan. And I just find that it's like peak you know it's peak people who want to be there and who are just you know doing amazing things and yeah and John Favreau also like I watched an interview with him and he basically said that like when he was developing the idea for this show he was like I'm like an ultimate fan so I would never do anything that like I myself as a fan would deem like awful yeah he's like I got so many sources of inspiration for these different things I brought on people who I also knew were fans that were going to be able to help me and that, you know, we were going to craft something that was very different in a genre sense. Yeah. But still made sense and, like, had all of these great moments that people would remember and love. And, um, you know, really, he was like, it's all about the story. And we're going to do everything around that story to just elevate it. Mm. And it's so true. I would have to say that for me... Um... My least favorite character. I mean, there's a lot of characters in Clone Wars, which we will eventually will have to like really like binge that and maybe do a, mm-hmm. in a future season an episode on that because there's a lot of good stuff in there that has mm-hmm. been, like I said, like uh, Dave Filoni is working on Mandalorian. He's with John Favreau, one of the t- main two, and a lot he has brought in from that. So he's there's a lot of good stuff in there. But if I have to see, say like least favorite character, I would have to go to uh, Solo, a Star Wars character. Uh, mm. A Star Wars story, the female character, the love interest of mm. Han Solo. What's her name? Her name is like Kira or something, Kyra mm. or something like that. I forget. Um, <laughs> I just find that she was, I don't know. I find, she, you know, she turns out to be like the villain or being manipulated by the villain. Or again, like, like we mentioned, like so many loose ends in this movie. Like, mm. what the heck is going on? And then there's like Darth Maul at the end. Like, where are we going with this? Yeah. <laughs> we have no idea because I don't think there's ever going to be a sequel to this movie. But it just, but she was just, I don't know. She was a, an uninteresting love interest, you mm. know? Like, I just, I didn't feel it. I don't know if it's because we're always, like, comparing because we know that Han Solo ends up with Princess Leia and Princess Leia is mm. so amazing. But I just, I didn't feel her. 
I just, and then she, like, she ends up being evil at the end, and you're like, what a freaking surprise. All right. So, like, <laughs> I, I would have to say her. That's, that's where yeah. I'd have to go with that. Hmm. Oh, yeah, no. See, like, I forgot about her. That's how much I blacked out of that movie. I mean, there, like, <laughs> like you said, there are good parts of that movie, and I don't think, did we see that? We didn't see this movie right when it came out. No, we waited a little bit. As opposed bit. to the other ones. And so, Which was like, yeah, release day. We were release day, like first showing, we were there, boom. But um, we waited a bit and I heard a lot of bad reviews about this movie. And so, like, I went in with just, like, an open mind and I came out and I enjoyed it. But would mm-hmm. I say it's in my top movies? Definitely no. not. And would I sit <laughs> down and rewatch it? Unless Probably not. someone really wants to sit through it with me, maybe. But, like, no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think we're going to move on to the best the new, the subject. New, oh, yeah, the new stuff. The new stuff. So, oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. It's, by the time this episode has gone up, it's been a few weeks since this information has dropped, but we are just reeling from it right now. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to talk about the Disney Plus announcement with the future Star Wars media movies and mm-hmm. shows that are going to come out. So, which one are you the most excited for? I already said it. Obi-Wan Kenobi. We knew it was happening, oh. but now that it's, like, we have a, a a mini promo, Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. I mean, it's just, it's like the icing on the cake. Like, the cake is good, but now we've got icing, and it's just all the better. I am so excited for this series like if it if it is mandalorian quality and i just want to say that i am certain like i i wouldn't like i wouldn't bet my hand on it but i'm i'm very certain that disney is going to do an amazing amazing job with these shows based off of the quality of the mandalorian none of this can be bad none of this can be bad if -hmm. they if they work on things the way they've done with the mandalorian it's gonna be good so i agree i think obi-wan kenobi is top for me definitely Mm -hmm. top um i have to say my other two that i'm very excited for Mm -hmm. are ahsoka yes and andor starring diego luna from rogue one i i didn't even know this was a thing and this one is coming 2020 like it's already being filmed it's early 2022 so we're about a year out Mm-hmm. And it looks fantastic. There is a whole little like preview of that yeah. one. I don't know if you saw it. I, oh my gosh, of course I saw it. Are you kidding? So <laughs> that's one of the only things that I found was just so like disheartening about the end of Rogue One because spoiler, they all die. <laughs> um, so and then and then Diego Luna brought it up. Like he's like, you know, we were going on press junkets and we were like being interviewed about the movie and we're talking about like, so where do we see this going? And he's and like, like, we've nowhere. shot it, we know we're all dead. <laughs> we can't say that. So we're just kinda like, Oh, you know, you'll see. Ha ha ha. And he's like, and the fact that they wanted to delve in more into his character and film a whole series about like how does he get into like how what what happens to him for him to get to the point that like he's in Rogue One. It's just so genius. And they were showing how, you know, when you do TV shows, you usually don't put in the amount of like budget and detail that goes into like huge motion picture films because it's just not like cost effective Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make sense. And he's like, 
the amount of like detail and like people who are working on this television series is like as high as like the highest movie quality. And it just, he's like, it's so nice to see that like, that's how much people are going to want, like that's how much people want this. Like they don't know they want it, but they're going to love it. Well, that's what they've been doing for The Mandalorian, right? The quality of those episodes yeah, you know, it's 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 like it's like sitting through a movie. It's amazing. I finished watching an episode and I'm like, I need more. I, I yeah. it's so good. So that's yes. why I said like I am certain that these shows are going to be top notch. Like there's they are going they are putting the money in. They are mm-hmm. putting the money in. Yeah, so I there's some of these that I didn't see um like that I didn't know were happening. So there's a Lando yeah series yeah which i hadn't i didn't know about i think that's gonna be good oh yeah there's a droid story do you know if it's does it say if it's gonna be the same actor who played lando in solo because he was really good what's his name Mm -mm. Uh, it's childish gambino i don't know if it's gonna be him it would make sense yeah it would make sense um it's uh um, donald glover who plays yeah um i don't think they're gonna announce it yet they're probably discussing yeah, it, it says that him. they have yet to announce if billy d williams or donald glover will be in the movie mm-hmm. uh in the show excuse me yeah yeah so there's a droid story there's obi-wan kenobi which, which we've already mentioned and or and then there's the acolyte which is supposed to be set in the high republic era of the franchise mm. high republic is before episode one right yep Ooh, see so that's super exciting and that it's is by very exciting. it's by the creator of i don't know if you watch this on netflix russian doll yeah the high republic is um is before it's when the peak of the um, the jedi yeah that's so cool and it's yeah it's called the acolyte um and i loved russian doll i found the writing and the mm. detail on that show was just phenomenal so if she's the one who's in charge I think that's going to be so interesting. It doesn't say if it's um, animated or live action, though, does no, it? No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I think it, they're still developing it. Right? I hope they probably have the I story, hope, but I they're like piecing it together. Ooh, I hope it is. That would um, be so cool. Yeah. And then the other one, too, that I thought was just, I'm very intrigued, mm-hmm. is um, The Bad Batch. Oh, well... You're gonna have, when you watch Clone Wars, you'll see who the Bad Batch is, and oh, yeah. that's gonna be good. Yeah, because there's a there's a basically like they're all clones, right? But there's a yeah. batch of them that are I don't want to say bad because that's the title of the series, but they're they're pretty special and they're a really bad troop, and they're not like they don't work well together. And then you go through different episodes spread here and there like not a not a full arc because they're a little bit everywhere and they mm-hmm. get really close and they get really good but they're they're super like particular or like they're not the the typical clone trooper that's just mm-hmm. awful right so it and it's going to be in the same style obviously as the clone war so that's exciting mm. too and then there's another one it's called rangers of the new republic yeah, that sounds. That's a spinoff of uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, and it's the Rangers. Basically, I don't remember what her name, the character's name is, but the one that is a Ranger of the New Republic, uh, the the woman, Kara. Is that yes, her name? Exactly. yes, Kara. So it's I love her. It'll, it, that's basically <gasps> what it's going to be around her and people that are like her that become 
Rangers of the New Republic. So that's really mm-hmm. exciting. I, I have to say that there's also um, Star Wars Visions, which is an upcoming anime anthology series, which mm-hmm. I'm excited about because they also announced this for the Marvel Cinematic Universe where they were going to do an anime anthology. Mm. And that one, they mentioned that all the original actors were coming back to voice the characters in this anthology. Ooh. So I'm hoping it's something similar that they'll have, you know, I don't know, Liam Neeson come back and voice Qui-Gon in an, in, mm-hmm. a, in an episode, or they'll have, you know, Ewan McGregor, or they'll have, well, um, not not some of the actors, unfortunately, but, you know, Mark Hamill or... Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone interesting, I think. But there's there's nothing yet on that, but I'm just based off of what they've announced for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's it sounds similar. So it could be. Mm-hmm. And then there's two movies coming out too. Mm-hmm. So there's Rogue Squadron, which is the I think it's like the next Star Wars movie out in theaters. Yeah. I don't know much about that one. I think they just announced the title. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, that's the next standalone. So it's mm-hmm. following a group of fighter pilots as they band together through thick and thin to defend good against evil. Mm. So. Vague as, as I could ever write it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's based off of the whole part of the universe, you know, where you have Wedge Antilles and who are all like in, um, The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi the the whole squadrons you know like ro- mm-hmm. like gold squadron red squadron so i think it'll be interesting there's not much mm-hmm. announced about it but yeah. uh, i think it'll be a good standalone i th- hopefully and then there's another untitled movie yeah but no idea that's going to be directed by Taika Waititi mhm so yeah there's just so much coming up um and it's so funny cuz my fiance has uh disney stock in the stock market. Mm. And I had told him, I'm like, listen, as soon as like they were, they had announced that like Disney plus was coming out. I told my fiance, like, listen to me, buy stock. You will not regret it. I am telling you. And he's like, okay, we'll see whatever. And he's kept it since. And when they announced all of this stuff yesterday, Oh yeah. I mean, the stock shot up. He was like, thank you so much for telling me that I should buy the stock because like, wow. And I mean, I think considering the pandemic mm-hmm. they're very smart to be investing a lot more in like tv shows that are either going to be released all at once or if they're going to be weekly like the mandalorian i think that is such a smart move because we can't go to theaters right now mm-hmm. there are very few places that you can enjoy theaters and investing in things that are long term is definitely going to keep people's appeal in their platform um and it's gonna get people to keep wanting to come back, right? Like I feel like binging TV shows and watch and watching them and rewatching them is so much more common than binging movies was in the past. Yeah. Well, you know, I think Disney absolutely jumped into the streaming service mm-hmm. uh, area at the right time, and I yeah. know that from the get go, Disney Plus was was not going to be their main breadwinner. It was, I think, it was even started at a loss and that's why it was it's so cheap to be a disney plus member now they've already announced that prices are going up which was you know it's it makes sense yeah but they're really investing very smart where they're going i completely agree i read um i think on twitter someone was saying that the projections um 
for the entire company, for the Walt Disney Company, mm-hmm. just as an aparte. Uh, usually the theme parks are what is the main uh, the main cash cow, you know? Yeah. And so with the strategic plan that they have to develop Disney+, Plus, you can see that that's where their money is going, which is good because right now, obviously, the parks are hurting with the pandemic. So I, I think it's it it ended well for them that the pandemic hit at this time and they had already launched Disney Plus and they mm-hmm. already had this long-term plan but they I know I don't know I don't know if they predicted it but they really stepped into the the scene at a good time and I agree like it's I don't we don't know what's going to happen in the future um I think that movie theaters will come back and it'll it's something relatively easy to like have you know like maybe like one-fourth capacity of the theater but there are a lot of theater chains that are also shutting down so you know it's a it's a whole thing and they've been testing the waters with you know premiere releases like mulan that came up for a premiere price and they saw that people will pay for that stuff Mm -hmm. so i just i think they're going in the right direction and i'm very very happy with the quality that they put into Mandalorian, with the money that they put in, because it's not cheap to make that show, for sure. Yeah. So it's just, um, I, I'm entirely down to pay more for Disney Plus if this is the quality of shows that we have on on the way. I completely Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, there's so much good. And this is just talking about Star Wars franchise. Oh, yeah, exactly. This does not include anything from Disney, from Marvel, from Pixar. So imagine if this is how much mm-hmm. stuff just for Star Wars, imagine how much more is coming our way. Um, I am so happy that I have a Disney Plus subscription because there's just going to be so much good stuff coming. Um, I am like so excited, so excited. I agree. So I think we are ready. I think we've covered our basic Star Wars episode. It's not to say we will not talk about Star Wars in future episodes. This is really like the intro episode. Oh, but yeah. I, I think we're ready to move on to game time. Oh, yes, we have to. Let's play those games. All right, Sam, we are back for game time. So what do we have this week? Listen, the BuzzFeed quizzes are going strong and we are going to be, I mean, I found a quiz that I, I mean, is not, it could not be more perfect for Kat. Oh my gosh. And Kat's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you don't understand. So we have two quizzes today. One is um, pick these Star Wars men and we are going to guess your age. Oh my gosh. Um, and it's essentially like a thirst <laughs> quiz. <laughs> um, and then the one she's going to ask me is like, which Hogwarts Hogwarts house would you place these characters from Star Wars in? Perfect. Which is going to be so fun. So oh Kat, do you want to start or do you want me to start asking you? I can start because you okay. always start. So how about I, I start? Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's find out if you'd sort these Star Wars characters into the same Hogwarts houses everybody else does. Yes. All right. Let's start. Han Solo, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, or Slytherin? Gryffindor. Do you agree? I agree. Fifty-seven 57% agree with us. And yes. 29% say Slytherin. And I can see that. I can see it. I can see it. It's a it. fine line. It definitely is. By the way, people, we're huge Harry Potter fans. Um, stay tuned in like the next 
couple episodes because like oh, yeah. you're going to be very happy. You will be satisfied. All right, Ray Skywalker. What do you think, Ray? Hmm. I don't know. I'm torn between Hufflepuff. I feel like she's a, she's giving me a little bit of Hufflepuff vibe. I don't know if she's giving me Ravenclaw. Uh, I wouldn't say. I would say it's either. For me, it would be either Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. Yeah, so I'm going to go with, like, she's a softie. I'm going to say Hufflepuff. Okay, 56% said Gryffindor. Oh, wow. 22% okay. said Ravenclaw. And oh. 13% said Hufflepuff. Okay. And only 9% said Slytherin. Slytherin. But you know, you know, she has some uh, yeah, dark, the side dark side tendencies, right? so I would put Slytherin much higher on this list. Yeah, me too. I think it's because of all the people who have the Hufflepuff vibes like I do. <laughs> Probably. All right. Which house does Anakin Skywalker belong in? Okay. If you say anything but Slytherin, like what planet are you on? <laughs> what planet are you on? What planet are you all on? All right. 79%. <laughs> but you know what? 4% of people said he was a Hufflepuff. <laughs> Because they're on drugs. <laughs> I don't know. He could have been a Hufflepuff when he was a kid. He was a little bit of a Hufflepuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We're I talking got... about OG Anakin. He's a Hufflepuff. Uh, yeah. Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ravenclaw. 42%. And then 32% said Gryffindor. I think this is very accurate. I yes. Think this is very accurate. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a Ravenclaw, so I, I, can, I can tell who my own kind is. <laughs> All right, this is a good one. Next, Ahsoka Tano. <gasps> Ooh. I'm going to say Gryffindor. Yeah. 44%, but 29% said she would have been a Ravenclaw, and I agree. Mm. She's a smart cookie. Yeah, I agree with that, too. All right, let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> Darth Maul. <laughs> Hufflepuff. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Imagine. Slytherin. Imagine. Oh, master, I'm not sure what to do. Can I go bake some cookies? 89% Slytherin. Yeah. 2% of people did say he was a Hufflepuff, though. Well, listen, those drugs 330 are people. 330 30 people. people. What are you guys doing? Like, Maybe they don't know. Maybe they're like, oh, he looks nice. I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, General Leia Organa. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to say Gryffindor. Really? I was going to say Gryffindor or Ravenclaw. Okay, I would have said Ravenclaw. Let's but go see, I'm, I'm saying Gryffindor because of the attitude. Yeah. Um, 39% would say Gryffindor, but 45 would say Ravenclaw. Yeah, see, it's that, it's that fine line. It's that fine mm. line. It's true. It's pretty close, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rose Tico. Hufflepuff. She's a Hufflepuff. She's a she's the definition of Hufflepuff. Fifty-eight percent of people would agree. Twenty-six percent said a Ravenclaw. I can kind of see I that. I can see that. I can see I can that. see that. Okay, this one is bomb. R2 D2. <laughs> um he's a he's a Ravenclaw. He's a Ravenclaw with spunk. He's a Slytherin. He's a pain in the ass. Uh, 37% said he was a Hufflepuff. Are you kidding me? And 33% said Ravenclaw, okay. 25% said Gryffindor, and only 5% said Slytherin. Yo, this little droid has attitude, y'all. That's I, true. Like, he's got the attitude. But I, let's be let's be real. C-3PO is a Hufflepuff if I ever saw one. 
he is. He is. He definitely is. I, I don't agree with R2-D2 being a Hufflepuff. I, no. 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 Okay, Luke Skywalker. <sighs> this is like, I would give him Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay, let's do Let's do Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Let's see. Oh. 71% said he's a Gryffindor. I know. I was going to say, most people... Because you know what? Because Gryffindors are usually like the... Brave. No, no, no. They're like the main character a lot of the time, right? Because they're brave and they're like strong. I mean, and I, I agree that, that Luke was brave and strong and he went through tons of hurdles. But he was a Hufflepuff. But he's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. So 71% Gryffindor and 13% Hufflepuff. So at least some people agreed with us. I think like Luke in episode seven, eight, nine is a Gryffindor. Oh but yeah, in four, yeah, yeah. five, six, he's a Hufflepuff. Well, okay, in episode four, he's the definition of a Hufflepuff. A Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah. Maybe by episode six, he's a Gryffindor. You know, yeah, Return maybe. of the Jedi. Like I agree, but like de- episode four, he is not a Gryffindor. Ooh la la. Yeah. Okay, Finn. <laughs> Hufflepuff. 45% said he was a Gryffindor. And no, no, no. 40 no, no, no. 40% did say he was a Hufflepuff. Okay, so no, he, he's, a Hufflepuff. he's a Hufflepuff. 100%. There's a lot of Hufflepuffs in this saga. He, when he deserted as he, a stormtrooper, yeah. then he was a Gryffindor. And that ended in about five seconds. Yeah, that's the, that didn't last very long. Okay, Padme Amidala. Ravenclaw. 57% say Ravenclaw, and then yeah. 16% said Hufflepuff, 15% said Gryffindor, and 12% said Slytherin. You see, I would say she's a Ravenclaw with like a little bit Slytherin, not uh, I wouldn't, Hufflepuff. She, she, she's very decisive. She knows what she's doing. She knows where she's going. So, you mm-hmm. know, that's not a definition of a Hufflepuff. No, no, I no, can no, no, see no. her being mostly Ravenclaw with a bit of Gryffindor and Slytherin yep. thrown in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's, exactly. she's 0% Hufflepuff. No, no, no. There's no, like, you know, I think like when she's with little Anakin, when she's like, Annie. Yeah, Annie. that like, lasts like her, five minutes. That's her like sprinkle of Hufflepuff in there. That's yeah. about it. Okay, Mace Windu. Ooh, I love Mace Windu. Uh, I'm going to say Ravenclaw. Really? Uh, Yeah, he's badass. Ravenclaw. 46% agree. Yeah. Okay, Emperor Palpatine. Slytherin. <laughs> Slytherin. The king, the king of Slytherins. 94% agree. <laughs> I mean, like, if someone had said Hufflepuff, you'd... No, like... I was going to say, it's like 97% Slytherin, 3% Hufflepuff. For sure. <laughs> Oh, this one's a good one. Which house would you sort BB-8 into? BB-8? BB-8! Oh, I love BB. That's so tough. Um, Gryffindor. Yeah? Yeah. 68% said BB-8 is a Hufflepuff. What? I kind of agree. I I see see it. it. I see it. BB-8's so sweet and like... Yeah, he's cute. He's not R2-D2. No, R2 R2 is sassy. R2's not a Hufflepuff. I can see BB-8 being a Hufflepuff with 19% Gryffindor. Mm -hmm. Okay, Master Yoda. Hmm. See, I would say he's a Ravenclaw Hufflepuff mix. He's like a half-half. 63% 63% Ravenclaw and 29% Gryffindor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see that. It makes sense. Gryffindor's like, and no offense, Kat, because I know you're a part of Gryffindor, but like mm. Gryffindor's like where you put all the extra people because you're like, uh, they don't fit anywhere. Let's just put them in Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Okay, Poe. Poe. Oh, I would put him in Gryffindor. So yeah, much attitude. I agree. So much sass. 70% said he's a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a good one. <laughs> ben Solo. <gasps> ben Solo. <laughs> a Slytherin if I ever saw one. A he's sli- emo. Are you kidding? <laughs> a Slytherin mixed in with a lot of Hufflepuff, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, 59% Slytherin, but only 6% thought he was Hufflepuff. Wow. That's low. Okay. Din Djarin, who is Man- the Mandalorian. Oh, Mando? Yeah. Ooh, Mando. Ooh, that's tough. Okay, let's let's establish right now that he's not a Hufflepuff. No, he's not Hufflepuff. <sighs> I'm going to say Gryffindor. Okay. Because I'm not feeling the the Ravenclaw vibes. 41% Gryffindor, 26% Slytherin. I agree with that. Okay, see, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. Last one. Mm -hmm. The creme de la creme. Oh, my God. Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) Hufflepuff. 75% agreed and 15% said Slytherin. Oh my god. Well, yeah, because they're hoping he's evil. He's like the evil emperor. <laughs> he's the evil emperor, like I said, and that's the fan theory. They're just waiting right. for him to pop out and be like, boo, it's me. It's me. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, Kat, now to discuss your favorite topic. All right, let's do it. Um, I'm ready. Your taste in men. Oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> okay, pick a member of the Jedi Order. Anakin Skywalker. So mm-hmm. this is pre-Darth Vader. Okay. okay. Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm. I don't know who this character is. Uh, he's on Clone Wars. Cal Kestis. Mm-hmm. He he looks fine though, despite being animated. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi, Mace Windu, Count Dooku. Count Dooku. Who the heck is choosing Count Dooku? It's Obi Wan Kenobi. It's Obi Wan Kenobi. Hundred percent. Pick Count someone Dooku. who's worked for the Empire. Okay. General Armitage Hux. Okay. You remember who that is? Oh, yeah. The redhead? It's okay. Charlie. It's Charlie. Yes, it's Charlie. <laughs> it's Charlie. Kylo Ren. Mm. Finn. Ugh. Bodhi Rook. Okay. That's from Rogue One. Yeah. Um, Galen Erso. And Moff Gideon. Okay, 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 okay. Um... It's between Hux and Kylo Ren, but I'm going to go with Hux. Ooh, okay. I'm going to go with Hux. Pick a scoundrel. Ooh, I like Han it. Solo. Oh, yeah. DJ. And Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Landslide, it's, it's Han Solo. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, is there any other option? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's true, though. It is true. Uh, it's, uh, what's the saying? It's like, um... Han Solo then, Han Solo now, Han Solo in the future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Pick someone who can rock Mandalorian armor. Okay. Boba Fett. Okay. Django How Fett. How old is he in this scenario? <laughs> uh, it's the episode six Boba Fett. Okay. Okay. Okay, so Boba Fett, mm-hmm. Django Fett, mm-hmm. and Din Djarin. Mm. That's, it's going to be Mando. I know, I would pick Mando too. But like, 
I mean, we haven't seen young Mando's face, uh, young Boba's face, but I'm, gonna, I'm still going to go with Mando. I know. Okay. I'm so sorry, but you do have to pick one of these. Oh, no. It's going to be hard. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Jabba the Hutt. Good <laughs> <laughs> God. Yoda. Oh, God. It just gets worse. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> General Grievous. Okay. IG-11. IG-11? Who's IG-11? That's the robot in Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, the... The The one who's reprogrammed. What's his... What's the... um, What's the... Assassin droid. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then Supreme Leader Snoke. Oh, my gosh! I'm gonna go with Grievous. I just... Snoke? No. (laughs) Or Yoda. Like... Oh, remember, okay. remember when we wrote fan fiction and Yoda yes. was in a bikini? Oh my god, <laughs> that's what I'm picturing right now. That's Yoda yeah, in he, a bikini. Yeah, and he he um does a flip off a, a cliff into a, cliff. a waterfall, <laughs> exactly. into a waterfall lake pond situation. Yeah, it was very sexy. <laughs> okay, okay, pick one more. Oh gosh, okay, Poe D- Dameron. Oh, I like. Um, I thought his last name was Dandarian. I don't know no, why. Dameron. Dameron. Bale Organa. Young Bale Organa? Yes. Okay. Luke Skywalker. Oh. Cassian Andor. Can I don't I... remember this character. I think he's in Rogue One. Ch- uh, Chirrut Imwe. Chirrut? It's the guy who's blind. In Rogue One. I'm not mistaken. Imwe? Right? I don't know. What the... How do you spell his name? I-M-W-E. I-M. W-E. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you should have just said what's his... You should have just said the, the actor's name, Donnie Yen. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't know Donnie Yen? Well, I know him. Yes, I don't know his don't... name. Donnie Yen. And okay. then Cobb Vanth, who was in Mandalorian, the Timothy Oliphant, who had, like, Boba oh, yeah, Fett's he was, armor. He was cute. Okay, wait. Oh, he was fine. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I have to narrow it down between Cassian, mm-hmm. Poe, Mm-hmm. Or Luke, because young Luke is really, really cute. Long, young Luke is not for me. Young I would Luke say, but for fine. me, it would be between Poe, Cassian, and Cobb. Really? Yeah, hundred percent. No, no, not Cobb's. He's too gangly. But see, that's why he'd be my number three. So the real yeah. battle is between Poe and Cassian. I and agree. I, think I, agree. Me, I agree. I think my number me, three is Luke too. Yeah, uh, for me, Poe wins. I, I'm going with Poe as well. Okay. Um, you got between 16 and 20. Oh, cool. <laughs> your taste in Star Wars men is adolescent. and Oh, <laughs> your taste is adolescent. That's so bad. And you love your bad boys. I love my bad boys. Oh, man. I should have picked Yoda and Count Dooku. I would have been older. <laughs> oh. Whatever. That I was good, good. We both have good taste in That was good. It's adolescent. Yeah, it's adolescent. Okay. This, it is what it is. That was so much fun. Yes. These quizzes are great. BuzzFeed, you can, um, you just, know, contact us by email for that check. Yeah, just send us the check. <laughs> just like blank check. Just send it our way. We'll keep doing these. Yeah, don't worry about it. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's yeah, episode. This, this is so fun. I can't wait to do more. It's such a good episode. Yeah. Um, make sure you guys stay tuned for our Mando episode that will mm-hmm. be coming out. We won't say when, but sometime this season. And 
don't worry, we will, we will give some leeway once the series is over before we publish that episode, so no yeah. spoilers. Don't worry about it. We got you. Yes. So make sure you check out our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash skchat for the show notes. You can obviously see the show notes as well on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, but all the details are on our Anchor page. You can also find all of our social media there mm-hmm. and, you know, check out our Disney vlogs or our Instagram or Sam's planner videos. We've got lots yes. of fun stuff. Yeah, so definitely check all of that out, guys. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for more fun episodes in the future. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a blast. This has been SK Chat, a podcast. Later. Later.